guys, and welcome back to another episode of Chats with Allie. Another day, another week, another episode. Um, today, I've had one of the most productive days I've had in like weeks. I feel like recently I've been in like this weird like funk, and it's really make it's making me feel great. I'm hyped. I'm recording the podcast on a Monday, which I normally don't do. We're we're getting crazy. Um, and like today. I created a giant to-do list, which to my defense, I definitely overwhelmed myself because I tend to do that where I, I write like these huge lists of like every possible thing I need to get done. And I like physically cannot get it all done in one day. And then I feel like upset about myself, but it's okay. I, I'm feeling pretty good right now. I've, I've kind of realized that I do this. So I've have I have, I've set my expectations. And like normally what I'll do is I, I set up the to-dos in my planner but I have a new planner and it doesn't start to August. So I've been just writing random to-dos everywhere and I'm going crazy. I, I hate not having it organized, but that's okay. We're we're living in, we're learning. It's fine. I'll get over it. <laughs> um, and so today's episode, um, after that little intro of how I'm doing, um, I'm going to be discussing kind of my journey with self-love and body positivity and how I feel about that and the ups and downs that kind of come with it. But before I get into that, let's let's catch up a little bit. Let's let's do let's do our recaps of everything. Um so my goals. Last week I kind of treated it almost as like a mental health week. I kind of chilled and relaxed as I was saying previously. I've been in kind of this like funk. I think it's just me being depressed, <laughs> but that's okay. Um I haven't really, I wasn't really putting much pressure on myself to get things done. I like read a lot, watched a lot of TV. It was good. A lot of TV has come out recently. Oh my gosh. So a little overwhelmed with that, but it's fine. And I kind of have to remind myself that it's, yeah, it's like nice to have goals and set them, but I'm not, I, that's not something I should stress myself out with. Like I tend to sometimes stress myself out over things that aren't like, like have to be done. So yeah reminding myself that they're just some goals like things to kind of guide my month but they're nothing like strict and have to set like work towards you know which I guess is probably not the greatest mindset of goals but that's how I do so I don't like freak out um and so we could with how I tend to be we can all probably guess how my workout goal is going yeah uh <laughs> I just have not been motivated at all like I just physically cannot get myself to go exercise. Um, again, exercise comes in waves. Recently, I'm just nope, not wanting to do it. Uh, so, if anyone has any tips for me to get how to get motivated when it comes to exercise, please let me know because I've been struggling a lot um, with my reading goal. This one, again, if we're not surprised, I've been killing this one. Um, my goal for July is to read six books and I'm, I'm like almost done with the, my fifth book of the month and it's only like July 19th. So, which is awesome. And like, I have a lot of time left and I'll probably read more than six, which is very exciting. It's probably the most I've read in a while, but it's also summer. So I have a lot of free time um, for, my next goal is to get things done for college and like my dorm. And I got a lot done in the college department today. I did my math placement test, which reminded me of how much I hate math. And 
how awful math is. So hopefully I do okay on that. Because if I have to take math in college, I'm going to be extremely mad. Um, and I check some other things off the to-do list. What's nice about Ithaca is they like set up the like new student checklist. And you like, there's like all these different things. Like I took my photo ID today. And some other things I looked over, like registrating for like classes and stuff. Registrating, that's not a word. Registering. My apologies. I just forgot the English language for a second. <laughs> um, so I checked some things off that. And I've also been working on accumulating dorm stuff, which is awesome. Like my dining room right now is just full of all of my stuff for for the dorm. And I very am very excited. It's, my dorm is going to look very cute and organized. I'm very excited. Um, and my other, my last goal was to hang out with, do something fun with a friend each week. Um, and I've been pretty busy. I mean, I, I am taking two college classes. or They're like summer seminars. But I still like, I have like homework and readings and stuff. And I have work. And I, I just have, I've just been having a lot going on. So it's also, it's kind of hard to hang out with people when you have a lot going on. But I've also just not been in the most of like social moods recently and I haven't really hung out with my friends um or like done anything like true like really exciting which which I like had these expectations when I like created like a summer bucket list but you know again we set these expectations and you can't let yourself get disappointed if you're if they don't if you don't meet them because you never you don't know how you're feeling later than when you like first write it up um but I think that week of rest I had last week and kind of just chilling out has really helped re-energize me, which is good. And I think that's kind of going to be my new approach almost when dealing with like social interactions and stuff and just kind of having like a period of time where I rest and then a period of time where I'm like, let's hang out with people. Like, I think that works best for me. And I think I just need to hold my own and hold my own ground and if people ask me to hang out when I'm truly not wanting to hang out, I kind of have to be like, no, I, I want to take time for me. And I think that's important. And I think people need to, I think we need to normalize that more. Like if someone's like, if someone was like, Hey, I just want to chill like today. Like I, I don't want to hang out. I wouldn't take that personally. Like I hope people, when I say that don't take it personally, cause it's not you. It's literally just me needing time to chill. Um, I'm kind of speaking on that for my mental health check-in it. Um, on the 17th, it has, it is, so now on the, <laughs> August 17th is when I move in and it is now less than a month till I leave for college, which is absolutely crazy. And I kind of haven't fully processed that yet. And it's, it's kind of a roller coaster of emotions and which is very draining. Um, you, you know, I have days where I'm super excited and literally can't wait. And like I'm picturing my dorm and I'm picturing my life and my routine and how I get to set my own schedule and I'm like so excited. And then I have days where I'm like literally crying at like 1 a.m. and can't fall asleep and I'm having panic attacks because I'm just so nervous about everything because there's so many new things that I can't like – like I want to feel – I feel like I'm going to explode and like I don't want to leave my family. Like I'm so close with my family and I, I really don't know how I'm going to – deal with not seeing them for a while and like my dogs and yeah I, I I know I'm definitely not the only one that's feeling like this and it, I know it's a lot of new things which I tend to get overwhelmed with so I'm kind of taking a step back and accepting that this is how I normally will feel in these situations but it's still it's still overwhelming it's not not overwhelming um 
Yes. And I've also just been really struggling with like not wanting to be social as I was talking about earlier. Like I just, it's the summertime and I know I've talked about this before, but I just like hate summer so much. And I'm really struggling this year with like dealing with that hatred of summer. And I just, I have like learned, I need to, I guess, process it better and learn to deal with it in a more healthier way. Cause I'm just very miserable and I just want to find ways to not be so miserable. I know. I don't know. I guess in the summer, I just like, there's like so many expectations to do such fun things. And I don't like that. And it's again, very stressful for me. And also just everything else I've talked about that I hate summer with like the heat and the boredom and the set routines. But like recently it's been more of the like expectations to, to have, and do fun things that I've been kind of struggling with. But that's okay. I'll talk about this in therapy, so it's fine. <laughs> I'll work through it with <laughs> with my therapist. But um, moving on to my current read. So I have it right next to me. I'm currently reading The Atlas Six by – it's Olivy? 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 Yeah, Olivy. Sorry, I just said her name like seven times. <laughs> Sorry about that. Olivy Blake. Um, yeah, so I'll read the back. Mm, the back is kind of long. Uh, do I want to read this for you? Yeah, I think so, because I think it will make more sense once I start talking about it. So it says, The Alexandria Society, caretakers of lost knowledge from the greatest civilizations of antiquity, are the foremost secret society of magical academias, academians in the world. Those who earn a place among the Alexandrians will secure a life of wealth, power, and prestige beyond their wildest dreams. And each decade, only the six most uniquely talented magicians are selected to be considered for initiation. Enter the latest round of six. Libby Rhodes and Nico de Verona, unwilling halves on an unfathomable whole, who can uncanny control over every element of physicality. Raina Mori, a naturalist who can in intuit the language of life itself. Per Parisa Kamali, a telepath who can traverse the depths of the subconscious, navigating worlds inside the human mind. Callum Nova, an empath easily mistaken for a manipulative illusionist who can influence the intimate workings of a person's inner self. And finally, there's Tristan Kane, who can see through illusions to a new structure of reality, a ability so rare that neither he nor his peers can fully grasp its implications. When the candidates are rec recruited by the mysterious Atlas Blakely, they are told they will have one year to qualify for initiation, during which time they will be permitted preliminary access to the society's archives and judged based on their contributions contributions to various subjects of impossibility, time and space, luck and thought, life and death. Five, they're told, will be initiated. One will be eliminated. The six potential initiates will fight to survive the next year of their lives, and if they can prove themselves to be the the best among the rivals, most of them will. Most of them. Um, so even, like, <laughs> this is my problem with this book. Even, like, that, that, I'm losing words. That summary right there is, is like very complicated, you know, like there's a lot of things going on, but, and that's kind of how the whole book is. Like, it's a, I really love the idea of like, like, again, I'm really, I'm a sucker for people who have like magical powers and like in like school settings, like that's just a random thing I really like. But you're first like under, like reading about these characters and getting to know them and their like abilities are confusing. Like they're just, they're, they're, simple once you learn them but the way that the author like describes it she just makes it very like unnecessarily like confusing 
like it's basically like and like this one girl she can literally just like talk to plants and like get them to move and like do whatever she wants but the way the author described it which is so unnecessarily complicated that i had to like take a step back and then read it and be like oh wait she's just talking about being able to like communicate with plants like why don't why don't you just say it i guess i don't really like it's very like fluffy i guess and i, I think with this idea of this book you can't really write about fluff like you can't really be all fluffy um and it also is like very philosophical and that i i don't really like reading about something super philosophical i don't know it's just like there's just like some concepts they talk about that like really have no like point and it's not necessary to talk about it but i guess she just wants them to sound all like super smart or whatever um but I, I like the idea of the book. I Hopefully it will get better. There was this one part that just kind of happened. Like they kind of find out what's going to happen to them at the end of the year, which is super like was interesting. And I like that. And I like that it's multiple POVs. Like we get the perspectives from all the characters. But it's I'm not the biggest fan of this book. Um, I kind of I guess I just had high expectations for it because I saw it on TikTok, which happens all the time. Please don't allow TikTok to set your expectations for books because most of the time you'll be disappointed. But yeah, I, I, I set these high expectations and it's just not meeting them. And I think if I didn't, if I just kind of went to this into this book with no expectations, I would have liked it a little better. But I'm almost done with it. I'm like almost like a little more than halfway through. So hopefully it'll get better. But yeah, it's not the best book I've read. I, I don't know. I've been recently been reading really good books back to back. And now this one's kind of just like meh. But I'll, I'll let you guys know once I finish if if it's worth reading. Um, Yeah. So now on to the topic for today, which is kind, <laughs> is kind of – sorry, I just burped a little. I don't know if you heard that. That happens in every episode, I've realized. Like every episode I like burp or like cough or something. And I say sorry, but then I listen back and you literally can't hear it. So – yeah, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, this topic today, I'm going to be talking kind of about self love and body positivity. And this topic is something that's kind of that's always kind of been hard for me to talk about. I um, and like promote, I guess, because I'm I'm just not someone who's super confident and someone who like loves themselves. Like I know some people who are maybe not the most like I don't know traditionally beautiful I don't that's I don't really like that that but they're not like these like super skinny girls that obviously they love themselves not saying everyone who's skinny loves themselves but like that I don't know they're just like there's people out there that just like really truly love themselves and have no issues with themselves and I just don't I've never been someone to relate to that or understand that I mean I've ever since a kid I've I've, I've always kind of been very insecure and and I think we need to realize that um, and not everyone's obsessed with themselves and not and, and and I know it's important to like love yourself, but it's not just it's not that easy. And I think a lot of times people kind of assume it's easy, like, oh, my gosh, you just have to like love yourself and understand who you are and everything and be OK with that. But it's it's not that easy. And it's and not everyone can just do that, you know, Um and especially as a teenage girl, like having all like that social media around you and everything around you and having so much pressure is is very hard. And I know everyone kind of knows that, but it tr it truly is pretty it is very difficult dealing with that. And 
I've always kind of struggled with how I look and how I feel about myself. Um, I've always kind of just felt like I'm the chubby, like funny friend. Like I'm never like no one would ever see me as like beautiful. Like no one would. Ooh, my headphones just connected. Right as I'm right as I'm getting deep. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but right as like like I've I feel like no one would ever describe me as like oh my gosh. Allie Richter's so beautiful. Like, people would be like, oh, Allie's so cute. Like, she's so funny. Oh, like, I don't know. And that's kind of, I've kind of had to deal with that for a while and those feelings and, or like, see someone as like, oh my gosh, like that, Allie's so gorgeous. Like, I want her to be my girlfriend or like, I don't know. This is kind of stupid, but like, I don't feel like anyone's ever felt that way about me or like being able to be liked by someone. And these are kind of, they're hard feelings to deal with and hard feelings to feel about yourself. But I also have to remind myself that I'm literally 18 and have plenty of time to find someone who actually likes me and and it's not it's not everything is about how I look, but a lot of the times it feels like that's the only thing people care about. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like whenever I see someone who's like a little chubbier with like a boyfriend or a girlfriend, I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's a hope, <laughs> which is so terrible. <laughs> and I feel like it just needs to be like. I don't know. I just I just always have to remind myself that it's not all about looks. And I have I don't know. I I think I'm a pretty cool person. So I think I will eventually find someone. It's just hard when you kind of like people are like not conventionally attracted to chubbier people, which is just stupid. But and I feel like a lot of times I think that people only care about their looks when that's just not the case. Like I don't care about looks and I feel like I need to realize other people don't too. And yeah, that's just some deep feelings I have about myself. But, um, and I, I guess being around both people, like in my school, there's so many beautiful girls, like literally just gorgeous, super skinny boys love them. And I guess being, and, and seeing that online too, with on like TikTok and everything. I mean, I love TikTok, but come on, there's like, so many videos of like super beautiful women. And I just, it's just like, it's just hard not to compare yourself. Like I, I have to try and, and remind myself that like, I'm, I'm a cool person, you know, like it doesn't matter what I look like. Like we are just two different people and we can't just, com I can't compare myself. I think a lot of girls first instincts is to compare themselves to someone, but I think we, I, I try and rather just uh, admire them and appreciate them and be like, wow, that girl is beautiful but so am I trying to flip that mindset is really hard and I still don't do it, but I'd like to try to do that more. And also like what I look like, what I look like shouldn't determine everything. And it, it's very draining. I've realized to just sit and hate yourself all the time. <laughs> like it, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It's, and having that be the go-to like seeing yourself in the mirror and being like, Oh, I'm so ugly. Like, no, that is so exhausting. And I think, I'm not the only one who does this, but trying to flip that and just appreciate yourselves more, it, it's hard. Um, but it, it's hard, but it, it it really can make a difference in how you feel. And I, I, I feel like as a person, I've grown a lot. Um, so one thing is in the summer or just in general, I, I used to really try and avoid wearing shorts. Like if it was 100 or something degrees out, yes, I'd wear shorts but I'd make sure I wouldn't go anywhere. And 
I would wear if if it was still like the summer but not that hot, like I would wear jeans and I'd be super uncomfortable and sweaty, but I'd rather wear jeans than have to show my legs. And now I wear shorts all the time. Do I do I love shorts? No. You know, having your thighs rub up against one another and and being all sweaty is not fun. But I'm accepting more. I'm finding the shorts that look cute on me. Um, that's another thing. Just finding the clothes that are flattering on you and not worrying about what size you are, that's something that's really helped me. Like just focusing more on what looks good and what fits and not what size it is is very important because I would have times where I was like, no, but I swear I'm a 12 and would like try and squeeze into a 12. And I'm like, nope, that's just not working. So I know this is kind of not a little side note, but focusing on not the size, but how it looks is extremely important. But yeah, so like wearing jeans, I would always do that and never wear shorts. And I would, another thing that is kind of crazy for me is I would never have posted a photo in the bathing suit or or wear a bikini. I used to wear like, um, what, what are they? Like, like sports, like one pieces, like, like Speedo one pieces that like you would wear if you were like a swimmer. Like they were so ugly and I would wear them because, and I felt like a boy. But now I, I literally, when I went to Aruba, I posted a photo of myself in a bikini. Sure. Was it more of like a tankini? Yeah. But it's progress. And I felt confident and I didn't, and I, 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 I didn't really think about it as much as I would have in the past. And I think as I've gotten older, I've stopped caring as much. And I think that if you're someone younger listening to this, and I think a lot of it too is just as you get older, you realize not everything matters that much and not everyone cares that much. And no one's going to like look at that photo and be like, oh my gosh, look at Allie in that bikini. She looks terrible. Like maybe they think that, but they're not going to like go out of their way and, and make it a point of you to know that, you know, like I used to think that people would do that when in reality they don't and they don't really care. And they're kind of more like, wow, that's a cool place she was at. Like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter as much as you think it does. Um, and I don't know, sometimes I feel like with this whole body positivity movement, like there's some companies like for, to my brain, Aerie, like Aerie gets celebrated so much for like including like plus sized people. And I feel like that like Aerie, I love that Aerie does that. Like it's amazing. But I feel like they that sh- that should just be like the general like gist like everyone should do that and I've been seeing it more but it's interesting that like still some companies don't like only have super skinny models it's like you're ju- you're just promoting skinniness and you're just making people who are chubbier not feel as included and not as appreciated and not as loved so I feel like focusing more on including all different types of bodies in every single store would it would be it would be very helpful for young girls going shopping and seeing themselves on the, on the windows or wherever. And I know that's a hard thing to try and do, but I feel like as a society we need to focus on that more. Like that, come on, like that's such a simple thing. I don't know. That was just something I was thinking about. But I also have read I read something about this, but thinking kind of I don't know. Everybody instead of pushing. The, this body positivity movement where you you love yourself unconditionally no matter what i think we we should or a more productive way is is focusing more on body neutrality which 
I mean, it's it's unrealistic to push everyone to be completely in love with themselves and with their bodies. And what body neutrality focuses on is more of acceptance of your body as it is. And this is kind of what I like in therapy when you kind of just like I I have accepted that I'm an anxious person. And do I do I like it? No. The thing is, body positivity is kind of pushing that you love it. Whereas body neutrality is kind of just focusing on accepting it as it is, focusing on and focusing on what it does for you instead of what it looks like. So like I, I instead of being like, oh my gosh, like I love my body and there's nothing wrong with it, being more like, okay, yeah, sure I'm a little chubby, but that's but I'm still able to walk around and I'm still able to go on a beautiful hike and I'm 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 thankful that my body is a is capable of allowing me to experience these things. And I've been recently trying to focus on that approach more than the body positivity. And I think more and more people should learn about that and understand it and appreciate it more. Um, yeah, I, I really love what body neutrality stands for and focuses on, but don't get me wrong. I still very much appreciate the body positivity movement. And I also just, I don't, I don't like when it's like, I don't know. I guess people focus like we need to uh, we need to understand that the body positivity movement can include super skinny people as well as super big people. Like it, it's including everyone. Like I think a lot of times when you think people think of body positivity, they just think of being like accepting of bigger bodies. But I think we also need to be more accepting of skinnier bodies, like super skinny. Um I just personally talk more about the bigger side because I am a little chubbier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I wanted to just have this chat because I feel like, again, the people who talk about body positivity are like people who are just overly, not overly confident, but they, they're just they're just generally confident people. And. I just wanted to bring in a new perspective, I guess, to this topic of and rec- and under and show that you can still be part of this movement and like appreciate it, but you still don't have to com- be completely in love with yourself and know that self love is a is a journey and it's not easy and it's not just something that happens overnight. Like for me, I still don't truly love myself, but I've I've spent a lot of time trying to and I'm still working on that and. And I know that this topic can be kind of sensitive for some people, but I guess I just wanted to bring my two cents on it and just talk about it a little bit because I feel like I haven't really talked about this ever and I think it's it's important to talk about it. And I think if more and more people talk about it, more and more people will feel more confident in themselves and what they look like and how they feel about themselves. And I just want people to know that they're not alone for not tr- – totally loving themselves and and trying to work on themselves and working on just accepting themselves. I think if anything, you should just try and accept yourself instead of hating yourself because I've spent way too much time doing that and it gets you nowhere. It is it is a, what I've said before, truly exhausting. Um, Yeah. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and got something from it, felt a little less alone. That's kind of what I try to do with some of these more deep podcast episodes because I just – I know if I – like I've r- listened to podcast episodes where people talk about this and just knowing that I'm not alone is really, really important and helpful for me, especially in my journey with my mental health and everything. So 
I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, I, I love you guys so, 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 so much. Okay, bye.